Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. You listen to Green, green. you might turn red. red. This is The Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. Emails to Roy at RoyGreenShow.com. Twitter is at the Roy Green Show. And the uh, Roy Green Show page on any of the Chorus Radio Station's websites, the stations that carry this program, you'll find my page. You can read the blogs. You can go back and listen to any of the segments that we air, and you can download them as well. So that's the Roy Green Show page on any of the Chorus Radio Station's websites that carry this program. Uh so we spoke, I'll go to your calls in a, just a, about a minute and a half. I want to play something for you first. We spoke last Saturday with Lane Morris, the American Special Forces Sergeant, who lost an eye to the grenade that Omar Carter threw. And we spoke with Lane Morris yesterday. And yesterday, Lane was on with two Canadians, two Canadian members of the, uh, the military, who uh, had suffered injuries, were wounded, and we are in the Equitas lawsuit against the federal government, the federal government of uh, Justin Trudeau, and to be fair, the federal government of Stephen Harper, both argue in court, or argued in court, one did, one still continues, that the federal government of Canada has no social contract with the men and the women of the military, which essentially is saying, we're washing our hands of you when you're out, or if you're injured. We'll give you something, 360000 is the maximum payout that you can get for major... Um, wounds. And then there's some other money that you can get in different layers, but you have to apply for all of that. Omar Cotter got $10.5 million. Anyway, we spoke to Lane Morris, and one of the questions that I asked Lane Morris was, what would he say to Justin Trudeau? Have a listen. Prime Minister Trudeau, you ought to be on the, uh, no, on the no-fly list. Uh, your name should be added, because... <laughs> uh, you know, what your actions, to me, um, you could add Canada, the Canadian government, as a state sponsor of terrorism because uh, this boy, Trudeau, has simply written a $10.5 million check to uh, radical jihadists. And then I asked Lane Morris about the special treatment Omar Carter has been receiving from the Liberal government. Here's what he said. At some point, you just have to look at the at the political party, whether it's a liberal government who sprung Omar's father from jail decades ago, or a liberal government who continues to coddle him. Uh, there's there's a there's a common thread there, and I don't know why Omar Cotter has become the poster child for all that is liberal in Canada, um, but he certainly has been the beneficiary of that and has learned to to uh, shut his mouth and allow people to, to tell his story the way they'd like to tell it. And, and uh, they've did a, done an excellent job of, of that. Okay, so now here's uh, a little more of what uh, Lane Morris said that he would say to the Prime Minister. Can we play that? Shameful, shameful uh, act of cowardice to, uh, to do something like this in the dead of night. As all acts of cowardice are always done in secrecy and only only alluded only admitted to um when when necessary uh it's 
it's uh, that's that's an act of cowardice that I think is a stain on Canadian government history that that will not be uh, easily erased. Special Forces Sergeant Lane Morris from the United States. He had only great things to say about the men and the women of our military. Only great things. Loved serving with them. Loved being on the front lines with them because he could count on them and depend on them and say they were among the best trained militaries in the world. So Omar Cotter, is he a kind and gentleman whose reputation has been partially restored? As he says, on May 7th, 2015, Omar Cotter at the home of his lawyer where he was living, or I think may still be living, said, um, I will prove to them that I'm more than what they thought of me. I'll prove to them that I'm a good person. Give me a chance. See who I am as a person, not as a name. And then they can make their own judgment after that. All right. Let's hear your judgments. 800-263-2428. My judgment is no apology and no money. Maybe... No. No. No money. Take it to court. Go to court. Fight it in court. Cotter's lawyers sued this country. That's what courts are for. So go and fight it in court. Mr. Trudeau's inane answer that or rationale, the, why they gave him the $10.5 million was so that we wouldn't be spending 30 to $40 million in court. So Justin Trudeau's uh, argument is, I know exactly what would have happened in court. Alan is in Edmonton. Alan, thank you for the call, sir. Please go ahead. Hey, Roy. Hi. Uh, you know, this whole thing with Cotter is just deeply disturbing, but my biggest problem is, is the precedent that this is sending to our nation's youth. I mean, we are actively trying to eliminate the radicalization of our youth. They're so easily influenced, and this is just basically saying, hey, you know, don't go to school, kids. Be a terrorist because it pays better. Well, I, I said yesterday, and I'm not tying the two together. I want to be clear about this. I'm not tying the two together. There are five people at CSIS who are complaining of racism, is Islamophobic treatment, of homophobic treatment, of just being treated cruelly for who they are and what they believe, and they've come forward and they're suing for $35 million. So I don't know why the $35 million, I don't know what makes that a magic number. Um, and if there, there, if there was mistreatment at CSIS, then the people who are the mistreaters have to be fired and dealt with. And the people who were being mistreated deserve some kind of appropriate um, recompense of some kind. But to sue for $35 million, it makes me wonder, is that what's going to happen next? Is it going to be a series of lawsuits for a great deal of money? And I, I, I don't know, Alan, but it's something I'm thinking about. Well, I agree. You know, this, this kind of says this government will bend over backwards and, you know, not fight. I mean, those guys that were killed in the Philippines there. Give them nothing. I mean, they give know, the they families nothing. Exactly. And, I mean, the one guy that called yesterday said, you know, if we had a military action, it would have put a bigger target on Canadians. And that's ludicrous. I mean, they that would show that, hey, you know, we're going to stand up for our people. 
that would be a bigger deterrent. But our government's not doing anything to stand up for our people, and they are giving everything to the enemy, essentially. Thanks for the call, Alan. 1-800-263-2428, anywhere in Canada. Do you believe Omar Khadr is going to turn out to be a good person? Does he deserve more of a break than he's been getting from Canadians? We've been angry about the $10.5 million. Do you think he'd run for office? Do you think he might get elected? I mean, could he get elected in this country? Well, maybe you're not as angry as you were before. Uh, Nolan is also in Edmonton. Nolan, go ahead, please. I thank you for the call. Hey, how's it going, sir? Good, sir. How are you doing? Not too bad. I'm currently actually working. Well, that makes two of us. Although some people would argue that doing what I do is not work. No, you are actually doing work, and I appreciate everything that you and even Charles Adler and everybody does. Oh, thank you. Charles is a great man. Good friend. Thank you. Now, about Omar, I think it's a really a disgraceful act that uh, Justin Trudeau did, especially to all of the military men and women that served in this country, or any country in that matter, uh, for put their lives on the line for a fight for freedom and stuff. For what Omar and his family did, that's a disgrace. And we are, uh, Trudeau's government, which during, during 2015, during the election campaign, we talked about this yesterday, in 2015, during the election campaign, Justin Trudeau promised that he would no longer continue the lawsuit, uh, or at least he, he would no longer contest the lawsuit, that uh, the class action lawsuit, the members of Canada's military, the, the, uh, the veterans have brought for pensions and for benefits. And immediately after the, ele- the election, when he won, he changed his mind, and they went to the extent of getting the same prosecutor back on the case. And that's the prosecutor who makes the argument that there is no social contract between the federal government of Canada and the men and the women of the military. So why would you serve uh, other than total dedication and, and patriotism? That's what people serve for. But if you're sent into harm's way, you have every right to expect that your government would take care of you and not sort of toss you to the curb. Yes, I agree with that. But what he did, he had a choice. He did. Yes, Omar had a choice. 15 years old, doesn't matter if you're 14. There's kids out there that's even been tried for adult murder. They get charged for it. He still has a choice. Ken, he still has a choice. He could still, uh, I'm sorry, Nolan, he still has a choice. He could take some of that money, a significant portion of the money, and give it to the families. That, to me, that there would say, okay, you know what, he wants to prove himself. So if he wants to prove himself, I think that he should at least give half of that money towards the families that got affected. I thank you for the call, Nolan. Thank you. Have a good day. It made me think of... um, Leona McEachern. If the name doesn't ring a bell now, the story will. In 2014, I think it was Christmas of 2013, that um, Leona McEachern, she was a 30-plus year veteran of Canada's armed forces. And she's had some issues with the way she was treated. And she developed PTSD And on Christmas Day, 2013, she went out for a drive in her car. And she committed suicide by driving head-on into an 18-wheeler. And uh, Veterans Affairs Canada 
sent her husband, her widow, widower husband, a bill for $581 and change because, as they wrote, um, we're very sorry your wife died. I'm paraphrasing. We're very sorry your wife died, but we paid for an entire month worth of disability pension, and your wife didn't live the entire month, and so we demand repayment of, I think it was $581. So this is the kind of generosity and caring that was going, that was outgoing. 30-plus years in the military, PTSD, ends her own life, and the government of Canada sends the widow a bill for $581 for reimbursement for the funds that applied to the days of the month that she wasn't alive. And I spoke with uh, Leona McEachern's husband. And I was, um, was at our house, and I, he, he called me. I left my number. He called me at home. And at the same time, my wife had just been uh, diagnosed with cancer. And so I was speaking with Mr. McEachern, and uh, he said to me, so it was a pretty tense time at home. And he said, you know, Roy, I, the reason I called you back is my wife used to go for long walks on the weekend with her radio. And then she'd come home and tell me what you'd been talking about on the air because she'd be listening to your show. And it's such an emotional moment. And then I thought about, about a national government that would care so little as to send a bill, a claim notice to the widower we sent a uh, full month's disability payment to um, Corporal McEachern, and she didn't live the full month. So you owe us X number of dollars. Now, eventually they backed off when it became a national story. But how does that even happen? What that speaks to me of is a systemic disregard for the men and women in uniform. We hear a lot about systemic racism and systemic this and systemic that in Canada. But there's a systemic disregard for those who wear the uniform and those who put themselves in harm's way when that sort of thing happens. And Omar Carter gets $10.5 million. But the government is in court fighting veterans for their pensions and their benefits by saying, well, we don't have a social contract with you, and we've decided that you're not going to get the kind of support that veterans would have gotten prior to 2006. So, too bad. And Don Sorokin is their lawyer, the veterans lawyer, and he was on this program, and I know Don is working pro bono for the veterans, for the Equitas Fund. So Mr. Cotter gets 10.5, And they get kicked, the veterans get kicked to the curb. So, Omar Cotter, does he deserve better? And if you have some comments about Mr. Trudeau and his largesse on our behalf, because he's given the money to Cotter on your behalf and mine, 
We'll talk about that. 800-263-2428. Emails to Roy at RoyGreenShow.com. Twitter at The Roy Green Show. Remember, we're also on Facebook.